Good morning. It is Ash Wednesday, February 17th. We're going to shift from Mark 9 and the Transfiguration story. We're going to go to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 to 14. It's a story about the Pharisee and the tax collector. Maybe some of you are familiar with it. Let's uh, read that. But before I read it, I just want to, I'm going to step back out. I want you to see where we're ready. Our, our altar is set up for our new preparements with regards to uh, Lent. If you're looking to the left, you'll see the three nails, representing nails coming to Jesus. On the far right, you see the crown, the, the crown of thorns that will be placed on his head on Good Friday. And we ask the Lord, we say, be merciful, Lord. There's a focus for you as we prepare for Lent as we start that today. So in our reading, I want you to listen to this, to this one if you haven't. You know, have your Bibles open up, follow along. Verse 9. He also told this parable to some who, who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get at the tax collector standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven. He beat his breath, saying, God, be merciful to me. And I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And the one who humbles himself will be exalted. That's our text. So, in our reading, Jesus told the story to people who were confident in that and their own righteousness, and looked down on everybody else. Two men, Jesus says, went up to the temple to pray. A Pharisee and a tax collector. Remember, the Pharisees were the people who lived good, clean lives. The tax collector were people who, who swindled and intimidated others out of their money. Both of them came to church, went to the temple to pray. The Pharisee stood up and he prayed about himself. God, I thank you that I am like other men, not like other men, like the robbers and the evildoers and the adulterers, or even like that tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all I get. But maybe we can sum up his prayer this way. I thank you, God, that there's nothing wrong with me. And then what does Jesus do? He focuses on the tax collector in the story. The opposite of the Pharisee. He had been stealing money from people his whole life. Ruining the lives of others so that he could live it up. He knew that his whole life had been a disaster. And that he deserved to go to hell. He died. And Jesus says that the tax collector stood at a distance. He wouldn't even walk up to the front of the temple. He would not even look to heaven. He was so ashamed of his sin. He didn't rest. He said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. His prayer was the opposite of the Pharisee, wasn't it? Maybe you can sum it up this way. God, there's everything wrong with me. Help me. And Lent, Let's put it this way. Isn't that the time of self-denial? 
Jesus speaks to us through his word. And he tells us that Lent is a time of self-denial, a time of give up something. But Jesus isn't concerned with chocolate and beer and potato chips. He's concerned with what's going on in your heart. This is a time to give up those sins of our lives. It's a time to give up the sin of hypocrisy. Acting like a Christian on the outside, but being proud and self-centered on the inside. Lent is a time to give up the sin of duplicity. You know, being a Christian on Sundays, but being an unbeliever on Friday. It's a time to give up the sin of being lethargic. You know, someday I'll, I'll, I'll get my act together spiritually. Right now, though, I'm just too busy focusing on everything except God. What is Lent? Lent is that man who stood in the back of the temple and looked down at the ground and he prayed to God, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lent is a time for us to be like that man, to give up our sinful habits, our sinful attitude, to stand before God and ask Him to forgive us, to wash away our sins, and to empower us to turn away from our sinful ways of the past, to live new lives that are dedicated to God, and after we lay our sins before Christ, this is also a time to give up our guilty feelings. Just as the tax collector walked home justified before God, so you and I can walk away knowing that we have been forgiven. I no longer have to feel guilty about my sins. I no longer have to beat myself up because of the way I've been living. I've been forgiven. My sins have been washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. I can start all over. I can work hard to be someone who's, who obeys God, who, who worships God every day with the way I live my life. These next seven weeks is a time for you to look deep into your heart. To think about your life and how the rest of your life What sin are you going to give up for Lent for the rest of your life? Jesus will forgive that sin. Wash that sin away at the cross. And Jesus promises to empower you to live a new life. If people want to temporarily give up a certain thing for Lent as a sign of love for their Savior, well, that's fine. That's okay. But what Christ is really concerned about is what's in your heart. And so today we begin that long walk to the cross where we, we see Jesus. We see just how serious and how terrible our sins are. But there we also see how wonderful, how deep our Savior's love is for us, for you and for me, for the world. You see, the road doesn't end there, but at the empty tomb, where Jesus rises from the dead to prove that all of your sins, all of your sins, 
bless you as you begin your Lenten journey. Pray with me. Lord God, forgive me. Poor, miserable sinner. Lord, may I live like the man in the back of the temple and always be humble before you, my God. Amen. Hope to see you later on today. Um, to join us for, for Ashton today. Um, come by the church any time today. I'll be here all day. So, uh, about six. And uh, we'll uh, you know, maybe Ashton that time. We can come to the schedule pack that we have. Call me in the day and say, Pastor, can I come by and get that? Because I can't come. We'll make it work. Thanks for being with me today. Have a blessed event. We're going to continue with this text tomorrow. Hopefully, later.